Did you know that the inventor of Pringles is buried in a Pringles can? What? I didn't need to hear that. I thought you were telling me something important. Well, you need to hear this. Welcome to You Need Need to Hear This. Join me, Sohana, and Belinda as we talk about all things uni advice, uni experiences, and uni challenges. Come along as we navigate the complexities of uni and talk about all of what we have learned. Join us every Saturday for a new episode of You Need to Hear This. Hey guys, I am Belinda. Welcome to Radio Pals, the Sound of NUS, and I'm here with... Sahana, hi guys, welcome to You Need you to need Hear, to hear this. this. Thank you so much for coming back. Welcome to episode two. Yes, oh my gosh, we are so excited to talk about how to choose basically your degree today. Yeah, I think today's episode is going to focus on how to choose your major, how to choose your degree, and how to mm-hmm. choose your uni. We think choices are a big part, and you have to take some really big decisions before you graduate high school. And hopefully we can shed a little light on it. Um, So Belinda, first up, do you want to start us off with how to choose the major? Something you are still confused about. Oh my gosh. I I feel like I don't have the right to like advise people about how to choose their majors. But I'm still considering a transfer. Also, if you guys want to transfer, any NUS listeners listen to this right now. I don't know when this episode will be published. Um, I think, oh, 19. But by 21st, that's the latest date you can submit your transfer for my NUSP. But, um, how to choose your major? Okay, how about I go through the process that I went through and maybe you guys can learn sure, to not Sure, yeah, when that. you were in poly, what, what, what <laughs> ran through your mind? Okay, so, as I said last week, I took business and then, I guess for me, it seemed like a natural decision to choose business in uni. But, okay, Initially, I think a lot of factors I considered was mainly oh what modules I like and what aspects of those modules that modules that I like like for example I liked um let me think what yeah like oh I like marketing but I didn't like the theory side of it I like the advertising the thinking yeah. about ideas part of it yeah so mm, like the ideating of everything mm-hmm, yeah I like coming up with ideas and doing everything along the line. So I started to like go along that path of like finding, oh, what is similar to that? Also, oh my gosh, I feel like, I don't know whether this is special to me. I don't know whether I'm the only one who did it. But like when I was going to graduate poly, because I was so lost, I really had a lot of things I was interested in. So I... Problem of plenty. (laughs) Exactly. So I like sat down, um, looked at the uni courses available and then I just listed a bunch of pros and cons. Like, first of all, I cannot Oh, I love science. that. Yes. I yeah. like science. Yes. Because science hates me. I like science, but it doesn't like me. So, like, I no, just... No, don't say that. <laughs> it's very true. So, I eliminated the whole list of sciences and everything. Anyway, that really helped me narrow down my choices. I think I ended up with, like, three choices. And, yeah, I feel like that would be, like, and I'm a sure wise those three were, like, in similar fields. Yeah, yeah, they were kind of similar. Like, I feel just looking from an outsider's perspective, it might seem very different because they're from like different faculties. But I think mm-hmm. the aspects I liked about each degree was very similar. Yeah, right. Yeah, because mm-hmm. honestly speaking, like a degree or a major can encompass so many different topics. Like even yeah. now in both of our degrees, 
there's or I guess less in yours because I think like if you're in accounting you pretty much just stay in that field right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah but I, I think especially like even even for mine like coming from a, a fast major you can find two people who are in the same major and want to do completely different things Yes, that's one thing I find very interesting. Like, Suhana mentioned last week, right, that if you're going to FAS, you can choose your degree later, which honestly, I really like because you are given the opportunity to explore. But that also means that you can also have a lot of options. Like, you don't have to limit yourself to one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, like, on the topic of choosing your major, I think now, okay, we we want to try to be very current for you guys. So when Mm -hmm. I joined, it was FAS, but I know now... It's um, College of Humanities and Sciences. <gasps> I think a similar thing goes. Yeah, like, I think you have to specify either fast or science, but you still get that level of choice, right? And this is honestly, I like that, like, NUS and other universities are taking this move to be more collaborative, to be more open, because a lot of people want to do a mix of both. Like, you may want to do, I don't know, there's so many kids who want to do psych and biological science, because that is a very common thing. Like, neuroscience and psych is very very like overlapping um mm-hmm. so yeah i think if you if you're thinking about majors i think what you said is completely right like maybe narrow down to like the old like the general area maybe like you know you said yeah science is out engineering is out medicine is out like those type mm-hmm, of things mm-hmm. yeah yeah that, that was, was really that was a big one. Mm-hmm. and then oh, oh my gosh okay big tip big tip i have big tips okay yeah. <laughs> Because when you come down to your final three choices, I'm sure you guys won't be able to make a decision. I, I, <laughs> I think this from personal experience because I experienced that. I've been there. But major tip, you guys can go Google like what are the curriculum for those um, degrees. Then you can see like, oh, what modules you'll be taking and see whether you'll be interested in those mods. And then like, oh, which mods you're more interested in, then maybe you can decide which degree you're more interested in. Mm. Yeah. So no, I didn't even realize. I mean, now, now that I think about it, of course it's obvious. <laughs> like, oh my God. Um, for, for, all those, for all those listening, um, NUS specifically has NUS mods which is our, I think it was actually developed by a student. It's our version of like a list of modules online that gets changed almost weekly. It gets updated with new modules. You find out the, I don't know if you fully find out the syllabus, but you at least get a blurb. You can read student reviews. You can find out even in the schedule, like when it fits around your um, your timetable. And now that I think about it, that's open to everyone. Like NUS Mods is just an open website. It's not like it's under your student portal or anything like that. So I know it may seem overwhelming, but like, go ahead. Like, go crazy. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. And if you don't want to go so in depth, maybe you can just look the name, look at the names. But okay, sometimes I feel like those don't cover enough. So those are, yeah. Yeah, just be warned if you want to do that. (laughs) It's on you. I'm so sorry. (laughs) But yeah, I feel like that's really a good resource to look into. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then I want to ask Suhana, which factors do you think about? Mm. Yes. So I remember like, because, okay, um, I have an older sister and she's (gasps) a couple years older than me. And yeah, and she had to do the same uni process as me. She was mm-hmm. quite sure about what like what field she wanted to go to. I think I mentioned this last week. She kind of knew she wanted to get into e- econ and finance. But mm-hmm. same thing, you know, same college apps, like same which unis should I apply to? Mm-hmm. What should my specific major be? And then also we have to think, like coming from IB, you have to think about what subjects you take, right? And same goes for you guys in A-levels. You have to think about like what subjects do I take? Because some 
majors need a specific subject like i think if you come into like obviously if you come into medicine you need like a science or a math or something like that um okay. and then i was lucky i actually have zero requirements coming into uni so like going oh. throughout high school like navigating it i was very safe because most of them just needed me to take like take english at, like at, at some point like they didn't need me to take it higher level or they didn't need me to take psychology or anything like that like they just wanted me to you know just be in the humanities space so i was lucky for that but yeah i think how to choose your major the first thing my dad made me do because he's into like coaching and like business traineeship and so he, cool so he was very big on um you know in order to find what is meant for you you should do a strength finder test so these strength finder tests are are very long can i just say it? they're very long they're very um they're not like super indicative they're not going to be like oh what do you think is a fun day and then they're going to list out like a bunch of things no it's like they take like a lot of different type of information and accumulate it together to find your top few strengths so the strength is like something you like or something you're good at like as overall oh. so when i got my strengths i think i was like number one communicator <laughs> number yeah. two creative um and number three like leadership or something along the lines of that oh my and gosh they even so suggested <laughs> is it yeah. I was like, and I was 16 when I took this test. So I was like, how, how, do you, how can you tell me that? And I, it's like things you don't even know about yourself at that point. Because you know when you're like 16, 17, you're just coming into B. Obviously, you're not going to be able to choose your major. Like, it, it's not everyone, barely anyone can can take that decision. Yes, so yeah, I was really lucky that I, I had those like strengths because they also told me like top jobs and like top university degrees with people like that. So we kind of like worked backwards in that sense. But yeah, then when they saw a communicator, they were just saying like stick in the Englishes, stick in the communications. And just generally, I was like throwing out ideas that I thought was interesting. At that time, I was like social media is so fun. And I mean, I still I still agree. But yeah, just like maybe like like you said, throw out things on a piece of paper and then maybe start like crossing them off. Like maybe being like, yeah, maybe not that, maybe not that, um, things like that. And then I think like the biggest one my sister always used to say was like, first, write out things you don't want. So it could be like the most oh. random thing, but be like, I don't want to do medicine. But that's still a step, you know, mm. especially when you feel so lost. Getting one thing off the book, I just feel like it's, it's like an easy way to, to go at it. Yeah. But oh my God. Yeah, I feel like I have a bunch of random tips that I've heard. Like one thing my sister always used to say was she used to search up top 10 things I knew before blank. So it would be for anything. Top 10 things I knew before joining law school. Top 10 things I knew before, like, being an accountant. Top 10 things, because uh, top 10 things I knew before taking a media degree, for example. And I searched that up. And I heard all the typical things that I wish I knew it's difficult to get jobs. I wish I knew that you were going to interact with people who, like, maybe only want your contacts or things like that. Because it is true. Like, you get into these fields that are either hyper competitive or you're going to find people that don't have a similar mentality to you like all that stuff does happen i think in every major but definitely search up what you wish you knew before you starting so i think like those are just a couple like hot tips i can think of off the top of my head so Melinda, I, you, I know you said that it's too difficult to come to a decision from those top three but how did you come to your decision oh my gosh okay um oh my it's gonna sound so stupid when i say it but like okay so i had three choices as i mentioned um it was law communications or business but then i went around talking to my friends and then um they all gave me their advice but as someone who doesn't really like listen to advice i'm like I'm just like, okay, yeah, I, I get, it, get I that, <laughs> right? I, like, listen to the advice. I just absorb it. But I don't know whether I will take it till, like, later on. You know, it's just 
for now I'll store it. <laughs> yeah, so um I went on to like search up more about each degree. Like I won't say it was very in depth because I don't know why navigating the Google search engine for like uni courses is so difficult <laughs> to me. Like I know. Yeah, I feel like the inter- user interface is so tough to navigate. I don't know whether it's just me because everyone else seems to be doing fine. But yeah, so I landed in those three options. And what I did was start finding like their starting salaries, which honestly, Ooh. yeah. And since I was planning to migrate to Germany or somewhere else, I started searching mm. like, oh, on-demand jobs for that country and stuff. And that's how that's I ended really up. Smart. Yeah, that's how I ended up in business. But I would say I don't know whether I regret just using my head because I wish mm. I listened more to my like intuition. Also, at the same time, mm. yeah. So I would say don't take like such a technical path as I did because you mm. gotta listen a bit to your emotions. So, like but... choose like the best of both worlds. Don't just like one sidedly choose based on yeah. your mm-hmm, like facts alone. Because I feel like you could really like get really just unmotivated and sweet, you realize yeah. that mm-hmm, this degree is not for you. Oh, also I wanted to say, I, I always had this con- like this idea that when I graduated from poly or something, or like when mm-hmm. we graduate from like JC, for those JC kids, I had an idea that, oh, we'll just miraculously have an epiphany and then like we'll know what we want where we want to be where we want to go and like what we want to do but I realized that is so not a thing I don't no, know because I was no. yeah I was like talking to all my friends who also took business and then they were like saying I was asking oh okay so it's like one month before graduation mm. so do you guys know what you're gonna do next and they're all having the same concerns like oh I do not know what I am going to yeah. and I'm like, wait, same, I thought I was the only yeah. one, so I would say, that's just a misconception that everyone has, don't be pressurized, yeah, yeah don't be pressurized to find the one, like, you know, like, the one wedding dress, you know, that, that feeling, yeah, don't, and it's, it's okay not to know, exactly, like, yeah. I see, like, little, like, okay, I call them kids, but I see freshies coming in, and so many of them, some of them will be like, oh my god, no, everyone has their life together, everyone knows what they're doing, stop no no one does I don't know if it's if it's the university's fault or is it the professor's fault I don't know whose fault it is but I don't know there's there's, there's some sort of like system created in which kids think that they need to know what's going on or they think or they think that they're the odd ones out which is so not true so if anyone is listening to this and you need to hear this like literally you need to it's okay to not know people are everyone's i'm not gonna say people are faking it because obviously there are some kids who do know what the hell is going on yeah but a you can get there very soon and b most people are in the same position as you so it's okay like i think just if you don't i know like when i graduated there were those kids who i knew this guy who had ordered like you know in medicine you have like those um you know you do stitches like on a patient so i knew um this guy who had ordered like a set to like do that stitches ah! on fake skin and the fake needle and the fake everything because there are some kids who are like crazy dedicated to their major and i respect it so much like i hope yes. you understand we're speaking from a position of like desire like we wish we could be that sort of yes. uh-huh. like the reality is you yeah. may not be <laughs> like yeah. honestly like when i was choosing my major honestly speaking 
I don't want to say it's fate or destiny or whatever. But for half the courses, I think I mentioned it last week, for half my applications, I applied for international relations. And then for the other half, I applied for like communications and media. And I almost only didn't go to those international relations schools, A, because of COVID, because I didn't really want to travel to like an unknown place in the middle of COVID, also doing a course I didn't really want to do. And I'm sorry to say it, I kind of had a mini epiphany before leaving because I was just like, am I really going to take a course that I'm not 100% in? But it, it, it wasn't as um, as straight up as like, I've wanted to do communications my entire life, you know? Like you'll still have those moments of being just like, oh, where am I placed? What do I want to do? And I kind of like, I was in the opposite of you where I don't think I had done as much like market research as you had done. I think I was actually speaking more from the heart. I was like, I love communications. And that's honestly such a privileged thing to say, like to not have to research on like, job markets and things like that that is and that's not the average person and I I recognize my privilege in that but I think it's like it's such a tricky thing but I think you should definitely do a mix of your head and your heart like you need to see Mm -hmm. what course is attractive to you you need to see what where your interest lies Mm -hmm. and if you think that no I'm not passionate about anything then you need to do some research into yourself because everyone has a passion everyone can find something that they have motivation to do or drive to do and it may also not be offered by these big unis like I was talking to my friend the other day and she's in a business degree and she came home for the summer and she's like so what I'm thinking of getting um like a license to be a dog trainer (gasps) I was just like that is the best thing ever and then I told we were talking to my other friends about it and all of us were just like of course she's going to do that. Like, ever since we grew up, she's been fostering dogs. She's been wanting to take care of dogs. Like, it, it, she has that caring mindset. Like, it just falls so much in line with her personality. So, I don't know. I also think it's nice that people are starting to do a little offbeat, um, like, uh, majors and all. Because I think it makes you realize that it is okay. But, mm-hmm. yeah. So, if anyone's listening and if anyone feels like, oh, I don't know what to choose or what to do... They're, apart from their information that is online, we, we, we advise you to listen to your heart and to just like keep doing research, keep doing some like um, thinking into yourself maybe. Yes, yes. Soul searching. <laughs> Soul searching. I love that. And I'm glad you mentioned that like um, things you should avoid, like, you know, fully relying on that. I think that's like a good thing you should avoid. And what other things do you guys think are like wrong steps to take when deciding? Oh, I know one is, like, following Mm -hmm. just what you think is the fad. Like, I know there was this fad of, like, oh, I'm going to be a business bro. I'm going to be a finance bro. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm going to trade. Like, relax. (laughs) Like, it's nice and all, but don't get, like, blinded by the money or what you think is going to be the next big thing in 20 Mm -hmm. years. Like, it's fine. Oh, I have have one. I have one. Okay. Yes, yes. Um... I know, like, a lot of us, like, when we decide, okay, decide, you know, like, the soft decision, not the, like, the hard, sad decision. Yes. We we go around for, like, advice from anyone we can find, like, family members, like, friends, anyone. And, okay, I wouldn't want to discount that, like, the advice they give, but I feel like you shouldn't let that affect you that much. Like, sure, yeah, their advice are really relevant because they're, like, in the industry but mm-hmm. I feel like if it stops you from taking what you like maybe you can just keep that in consideration like oh how much do you like it are you willing to um, risk like for example for, for communications like, are you willing to risk taking a longer time to find employment over like um, taking a course you like you know what I mean like right. don't yeah. yeah 
don't just depend on the advice you heard and don't let it being difficult to you stop you from taking the university course. Yeah, that's one take. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think like I, I completely get what you're saying about the advice thing because um, I respect all the advice that I heard, but a lot mm-hmm. of times when people heard communications and new media, they weren't actually really sure what I was doing. So half the people thought I was going into advertising, half the people thought I was studying social media, and like people just thought I was like doing anything from journalism to like making TikToks. Like there was a thousand things. And obviously I had some, like my French teacher, I remember he was a really big support and he told me that, you know, communications is going to be something that's needed everywhere. And he was thinking more in the journalism perspective because he was like, we'll always need writers. We'll always need um, just like people to, to research on these things. And I agree. And I would love to go into journalism or news. That is like one of my top, top choices. But a lot of people also were just like, oh yeah, like, yeah, you can just like write stories or yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you can write like ads and things like that. And I was like, no, but that, that isn't what I wanted to do. And being 16, 17, you really let these people's opinions affect you. So yeah, yeah. Like, I thought it was, like, right? Like I thought it was difficult to explain to people the digital media aspect of things. And I tried my best, but anytime I got like a, oh, okay, sure. You really have to make sure that doesn't get you down. Because I can't tell you, like my best friend was majoring in econ and my other best friend was majoring in law. Those are obvious majors. Oh, Those God. are majors that, like, if you say law, like, everyone knows what you're getting, you know? <laughs> so I think you have to get into it thinking that, like, it's okay to take, like, the offbeat road. It's okay to stand true to what you want. Don't let people think that you're young, okay? that that I think that's another thing. I think a lot of times people are like, no, you're young. You don't know what you want. But if you do the soul searching that Belinda's asking you to do, I think yeah. you'll be good. Yeah, the advice is important. And... Yeah, it's very nice to get advice from people you know, especially since they've been working in that field for so long. But as someone mm. who's just like studying it, there's no guarantee that you're going to get that as a job as a future. Maybe you'll, you'll find someone, something else that you're passionate about. Maybe you'll just be lucky enough to get another job opportunity in another field when you decide you want right. to. Yeah, so I would say just follow your heart and also your head. Just just don't follow one side like blinded. blinded. Yeah. yeah, So exactly. Yeah, I feel like that's like the most important thing you, you can like consider yeah. when you're taking a, choosing a major. Thank you for that. I loved that. So yeah. now we're going to take like a quick break, guys. And then when we come back, we're going to be talking about how to choose your uni. An even bigger don't, decision. Don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to The Sound of Radio Paul. See you. See you. Hi, guys. Welcome back to... You need to hear this! Hi! <laughs> welcome back! So in our previous talk set, we were talking a little bit about how to choose your uni majors, some of the things we regret doing, but some of the things we would strongly advise you all to do, mm-hmm. and just all about the whole choice process regarding your major. And next up, I think another massive, massive decision you're going to have to take is how to decide your uni. Oh, so, big decision. <laughs> big decision when I was thinking about this actually I remember when I was thinking oh yeah what would I think about when deciding my uni if I had to do it all over again and obviously the first thing I said was my course you want to go to a uni that has your course but yeah once you've decided on your course what do you think is like some of the things you would think about when um choosing a university or like further education so I have something I want to bring up thing I didn't realize is that universities and okay polytechnics too they have their niche causes so i think that's important to look into and also um another factor i think you should consider is whether your university okay 
there are really so many different types of universities. I don't even know where to start. I think the major broad categories are like international or like local. And then for local universities, whether you want to go to the public route or yeah. like the private route. Yeah. No, yeah. So I think that there are so many different factors. You're so right. Like there are those niche universities. Like, um, like oh, you were yes, saying, yes, SMU is um i think they mostly focus on like management and business yes, so if you want yes. to go to something along those lines or if you're like very sure that you want to be surrounded with people there that's a big mm-hmm. one and i think one of the biggest benefits of something like that is the job scope because if you're an smu grad for example all the job offers that are related to those fields a lot of them will come your way and <gasps> that's it'll be easy, I think, for you to grasp onto those but if you're in a situation like belinda it's perfect to come to a larger university because you can switch mm-hmm. around more. So NUS, NTU, we have um, more of like the bigger ones, right? So you can like mm-hmm. move between your faculties. You can move between your majors. Also, I'm so sorry that I'm only mentioning these three. It's just that in my application, I was only considering these three. So I want your opinion on the other Singaporean unis. But yeah, I'd love to give an insight to like international unis. I think even when my friends and I were discussing UK, US, Canada, Australia, um, Europe, what like what some of the factors that we thought were important. So I think like some of the big indicators were small uni or big uni. Do you want to have um, a smaller class size or do you want to take those big 3,000 people lectures? It's, it, I think it's also about like the community you want to build. Do you mm-hmm. want to be like a, like a, involved in a lot of things or are you okay if like you're involved in things but you're not like the only person doing those? Um, do you want to live in a city or in the outskirts? I know mm-hmm. for me personally, I was very, very hell-bent on being in, in a city. I don't think I could really stay in a town or like a smaller area. So that was a big thing. Weather, I think, is so big. And I really wish yes. people considered it more. Like, I think people looked at me like I was crazy when I said that I needed the Singapore's heat. But like I know people who have gotten like seasonal depression. Like, I'm sorry. <gasps> oh, that's true. That's like, true. It's really bad. And you're alone. You're away from your family. You're in this foreign place studying mm-hmm. a difficult thing. It, like it's tough. I think those are like those are like the basic things that I think you should keep in mind. And obviously, you know the stuff everyone always says: um, QR rankings. Where is your course ranked? Yeah. Um, job opportunities after. Uh-huh. Do you have an opportunity to work at the same time as school? Like, there's a bunch of things. For me, when I was doing communications, I obviously saw the schools that were great at communications, but I also really tried to look at their extracurriculars regarding communications. Like, I like to see if they had a school newspaper or if they had. Um, a radio show or literally <laughs> things like that and you know even if they don't have it don't let that derail you because that gives you the opportunity to start it yourself so I think if you can just look at like what what is the culture like are people more communicative do people like to interact with each other if, if that's something that's important to you um, mm-hmm. I think the biggest reason why I came to NUS apart from you know being a citizen wanting to be close to home that type of stuff mm-hmm. was I think it was on their website for communications and new media. They stated that they were the first university in Asia, first and only currently, to have new media in their degree. So I think other unis uh, worldwide do teach digital media. But I think in Asia specifically, they're all just communications or they're like print media, written media. Yeah, so we were the first one to do new media. And I was sold. And I am so glad I took that decision because like day by day, I do more digital stuff. And like I did computer science in high school, very comfortable with that so I think if you put me in a room and was just like no we're gonna write essays today I'd be like yeah no no take me back because I still write essays don't get me wrong but I'm writing essays on like Netflix's algorithm or things like that which is just like I like that more but yeah even some of the unis I applied to online you'll find that a lot of the courses are not the same name so they'll be like media studies Mm -hmm. communication studies 
like it's all kind of different but a lot of things do kind of factor up to the same but right. yeah so when you were applying for NUS you said you did a couple other schools in Singapore right ah yes oh my gosh okay this is where mm. I have a lot of expertise I can say so many things because yes. Yes. only because I had the biggest the biggest dilemma of my life when I oh, was no. choosing <laughs> yes because I'm always so excited to hear your story and then it's just like it was so difficult and I'm like no <laughs> okay okay I'll go more in depth this time okay yes yes so, do tell me um I okay I'm so sorry for people who are looking into SUSS and SUTD I don't know much like my sister applied to SUSS but I was never interested in the social science route no wait no I think that I'm interested in it but like I don't know if I'm that interested in it to go into like a specialized university especially no, like, you like a, li- a couple of those things, but you yep, want yep. to have the option to move around. Yes, like, that's the thing, that's the like thing. Like, thing. Like, yeah. I mentioned just now. Yeah, and okay, so um, a few things I looked at. Okay, let me start. Um, I looked at starting salary. Okay, so each degree has different starting salaries for different universities. So that's the one thing I looked at, and it became like my deciding factor, sort of like initially, initially. It was my deciding factor. And that's why, at first, I was leaning towards SMU. Also, oh my gosh, SMU. Um, the style of lessons is another thing that you need to consider. Mm-hmm. Because, Ooh, yes. um, yeah, because um, SMU has what they call seminar style. Like, it's a very um, discussion-based oh. class. Like, okay. Yeah, so it's a lot of class participation. I think that's one huge thing that, uh, was either stopping my friends from entering or making my friends want to enter. So Encouraging, you, yeah. But yeah. it was like a big divider. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you want more class participation, then definitely consider SNU because I heard that their classes are, I think, 20% class part. But wait, another tip. A lot Don't quote people, me on that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are like saying um, SNU um has a lot of class participation, right? But because NUS is now adopting a more um mm. I would say like making our students more outspoken kind of thing. Um right. then yeah, then a lot of our business modules I don't know about like other degrees, but I heard it was not as heavy of a weightage for other degrees, mm-hmm. but for business. Um I think class participation can go up as high as twenty percent. So if you do participate in class, it can pull your B up to an A. Also, I heard. Oh wow! Yes. So, um, I would say if you're deciding between SMU or NUS, um, mm-hmm. remember that NUS has updated their um classroom right. style. Yeah, and also yeah. another thing. Mm-hmm. And then another thing I've considered is overseas experience. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people say that, oh, SMU really stresses on going overseas and it's a graduating requirement and stuff. But I feel like these three of the local universities all stress a lot on um, global exposure. So there's really a lot of overseas experience. So don't let it be a factor that stops you from deciding on going to another university, you know, like all three yeah. stresses equally on it. Yeah, and there's a lot of options for all. So... I would say that shouldn't be an option for you. Like, really a big yeah. factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my last factor. Well, this is my deciding factor in choosing. Yes, yes, do share. 
It's the stupidest reason, the smallest, smallest, smallest reason. I, <laughs> I want to hear it, I want to hear it. But like, I focused on it so much. I was like, no, 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 I'm choosing NUS because of this. And it's like the stupidest reason. <laughs> because what is it? I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I chose NUS over SMU simply because there's foreign language classes here. <laughs> I don't think that's wrong at all. Can I just say, wait, SMU doesn't offer foreign languages? No, they don't. I've emailed Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> yeah. This is just going to sound like a pro NUS podcast. <laughs> no, but I'm so glad you brought that up. Like, oh my gosh, it was like one of my biggest concerns because I knew going into university that oh my electives I really wanted to learn a new language because I need the motivation of like yes. someone yeah someone like monitoring my progress but then I was like emailing everyone in SMU like read it like the admission <laughs> officers and they yeah. all said oh I don't think SMU has foreign language classes and I was gutted because I was like I was so sad on SMU no and but SMU that is a that. really big factor like I've I've personally been taking French for 10 years and when I came Ooh. to NUS I was like you know what? I want to start French again because I took like a couple semesters off and I kind of lost touch with it and then I remember I was speaking to one of my friends who's majoring in political science and she knew that I had done um language so she said oh my god Sahana like I just took this internship and they were so mean to me they made me feel so bad for not knowing a European language because you know in journalism and like political science and things like that they want you to have that like global awareness in a sense like the global understanding and she said i feel so bad that i don't know a european language so if you have yours hone it and i just thought that was such sweet advice because i feel like you can find people who are in similar fields to you who can get like overly competitive and who won't share that sort of advice Mm. with you like she had no reason to tell me that you know but um i don't know i thought it was very sweet but yeah on the same thing like if i found out that the uni i wanted to go to didn't offer something like that which was so important to me then that's like a big sign mm-hmm. oh oh no i forgot to Im- mention an important factor <laughs> yes tell okay. me fun fact i live very 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 far away from <laughs> lus so every time, yeah every time like there's Welfare being given out, there's CCA events, oh, no. can be events, any programs. I get so unmotivated to no. join simply because of the journey to reach and like, come back. I'm like, oh, oh my god. I do well, not I'm glad you go. took radio polls, even though, because originally we were supposed to be in person, so I'm proud mm-hmm. of you for taking that step. Thank you, but, thank you. <laughs> oh, that must be so sad. Yeah, oh, so sad. consider CCAs too. Oh my god. Yes, oh my god. Consider CCAs. Consider like mm-hmm. residential living. For me, when I found out oh, SMU yes, didn't yes. really have like a dorm culture. I mean SMU was never really on the table for me. But you know the some unis <laughs> that don't have dorm culture. I was like, no, I need a dorm. I need a residential life. I need this like community to be built. So I was very, very strongly either we Kim Lee, which is um and NTU's communication mm-hmm. school, which is honestly one of the best in the country, but or it was NUS. And even to get to NUS, let me just tell you, me securing my yeah. dorm was not easy. This is like a story for another day. But let's just say it was not easy getting. <laughs> but it was something I wanted so badly. So I think that's another thing. I think you should make like a list of like, I would say deal breakers and check the unis that you want. And if they don't have them, cut them off the list. I know it's going to feel ruthless. I know it's going to feel like, no, I need to make a compromise. And you should. In some things, you should obviously compromise. 
but there are thousands of universities in the world. Like you will find something that like, I personally think NUS ticks almost all my boxes. I love the location. Not to be me and you pioneer NTU people. Okay, NTU is beautiful <laughs> and all, but I love NUS's location because especially I live in Prince George's Park, which is um, on the south end, the southeast end of NUS. So we are literally like 4km away from Orchard. So we are just like very town, very central, obviously inside NUS, of course, but I'm also literally having like a little flat in town as well, apart from yeah. my house. So things like that, consider, you know, consider, I think it is difficult to speak to people, but if you can, I think you should. Like either yeah, that be yeah. friends or students from your high school who graduated and then went to certain unis and did certain courses. Like you said, email and call the like the helplines and call mm-hmm. all the office of admissions. Oh my god, I call the office of admissions so many times. And they're there for you. Like they're there waiting for you to ask them questions. So for example, like if you wanted to find out about exchange programs, if you wanted to find out about languages or something, these are the resources. Email them, call mm-hmm. them, like I had DM'd my hall like five times asking them about the most random things. So like DM all the societies. The, the, I, I used to DM the CNM society, the sociology society, like the fast, like arts, rag, flag, all those different things. Like no one, like everyone's ready to answer questions. It's like, it's like a great feeling to do that. And yeah, if you can find people who are your seniors or something, maybe shoot them an email or shoot them a message. I personally would suggest getting your questions in order first. Like if you can find some information <laughs> online, find that first. Don't come up to like, you know, what, what, once we're in uni, time time is money. So <laughs> once you have those like original questions done, if you have more specific questions, feel free to ask them. Like I asked so many of my seniors who came to NUS and they really clarified things up for me. Like I didn't realize... I think it was like my first couple of weeks in NUS, I met this girl in my hall and she gave me like a one hour rundown of the grading system. And she was like, this is how the bell curve works. This is how SUs work. And if you want to graduate with this much GPA, then you should SU every class that's not like a B or like or every class that's a B or lower. And like all these things that no one tells you. So if you can try to like find little locations like that, I think it would be super helpful. I know NUS has a lot of resources. Like they do this um, super sidekick. They do like those study buddies. I know Global Studies has like a Global Study Buddy that we do every semester. Things like that. I think uh, join the Telegram groups, join all those different things. And those will all help you understand, is this even the uni for me? And even if you do realize that it may not be, don't be disheartened. Don't be like, no, I've put so much research into it. Like, I need to go there. It's okay. I think the more research you do, the more sorted you'll be. And obviously, when you come to uni, it's not going to add up to your research. Like, let me tell you that right now. It's not yeah. going to be the same. But it's like, it's good to have that research. Mm-hmm. It's definitely beneficial to have that research. But um, also, I would say that aside from research and asking mm-hmm. around, it would also be good for you to like, okay, if you don't have the resources, I know there are people who don't have like friends who are from this yeah. uni and that uni. Reddit is your way to go. Reddit. Ask yes. the community. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. They're always yes. very ready to help. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I feel like they give a lot of like good advice. So it will be beneficial to like consider it and there will be also a lot of people who are like ready to answer any questions and stuff yeah yeah i think those are the the factors and and especially if you're applying for a rather big university even like abroad the the bigger ones you will find reddit pages and you will find information about oh yes yes oh my god i hope that helps you guys understand a little bit but um there's a last thing what do you think are some misconceptions or things to avoid when um thinking about what you oh, oh, oh okay 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 i have some 
Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> I was initially. Oh, I feel like I was like that. I have so many initialies. Like initially, yeah. Initially, before initially. <laughs> no, but it's good. Like it shows like a change. Yeah. <laughs> so at first, I was like really set on uh an international university. Simply because I didn't really like the education system in Singapore because of the stress. I don't know about you guys, but I find it so too hectic for me. I'm like, I want to take it in my own stride. So I was really set on an international university, but um, I stopped considering it completely once I graduated, simply because of the living living expenses. But then Mm -hmm. I feel like okay, I know that a lot of us don't have the funds to go to an international university, but maybe you can consider a like scholarship. Even if you can't get like the mm. scholarship scholarship, there are various mm. bonded scholarships where like you can secure employment after mm. graduation and you still can go international like go to your international university and fulfill your international university dreams, you know. Dream. Yeah, so I yeah. feel like there's always a way around like whatever you wanna do. So like um you can just consider various like aspects. Don't set your mind too much on one thing and then mm. um yeah, and just like lose sight of the others, you know. Keep your keep an open mind when keep you are like when you're searching for units. What about you? Yeah, I think I think that's really good advice. No, I think that's I think a lot of people like I, I personally um, I was dead set on Yale and US. Like, I don't know if I've told you that before, but I was just like, Yale and US are nothing. I love it with all my heart. And I kind of, what's the word? Like when you tell yourself this is what is good for you, I would like try to make every piece of information. Oh, oh it's the Halo effect to, thing. Yeah, really. It's not like that. It was just like, oh, it's okay if they don't have communications. It's good. I'll expand my like my vision. And that's like, no, 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 no. They don't have the course you're, you're studying. Like, there are little things like that that I think sometimes your you, your eyes get set on something. And yes, like, no. oh my gosh. Like, my, uh-huh. my sister, she personally went to her dream uni. So she didn't have to really face that. I mean, she faced rejection from other places, but she didn't have to face that, like, you know, when your dream breaks and, like, you know, it shatters and all that kind of thing. But... If that does happen to you, for anyone listening, it is fine. It's going to be okay. You're going to get out of it. I am, oh my goodness, I cannot tell you how happy I am that I'm in the house for no other reason. But just for the fact that, like, I didn't know what was in store for me when I came here. Like, I knew it was a good university and I knew the communications was great. But, oh my goodness, I'm so happy. <laughs> I think you're so right. Like, you can make it out. For example, I, I, I too wanted a little bit of the global experience, but... I personally wasn't ready to go in the midst of COVID in 2020 mm-hmm. for a course that I wasn't even sure I loved. I knew I liked communications, but I don't know if that was what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So then right now I'm going to go on exchange next semester and next semester ah. I'll be 20. I'll be like secure. Like, you know, I like, I know more about my course. I know more about what I like. And I got into my number one choice for exchange. So I don't know, things like that will always work out if you like if you can really try for them I think there's an opportunity for everyone so if you take one thing away from today it's just that like you know don't have your eyes set on like a certain face be open-minded and just like Mm -hmm. whatever happens it will be fine because I think we mentioned this last week as well but it's up to you to make it fine I think we all have the capability to like do little things like for example Belinda she I know you said like you know it was too difficult for you to like come on campus for doing little things but Radio Pulse turned online sadly and you're having such a great time doing it, right? Yes, yes, I'm really enjoying it. So, 
like I would say don't give up okay just like do keep an open mind and then I feel like don't let rejections get you down you can always apply again I know a lot of my mm. friends who got rejected and it was so upset but they in they took a gap year. They figured stuff out. Realized they didn't even want to take the degree that they applied for. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry. That's another thing I wanted to say. It's okay to not go to university. I know our oh. entire podcast is about university, but I really want to emphasize that if you finish poly or JC or high school and you're just like, yeah, I kind of don't want to do that. It's completely fine if no yeah. one has told you that today. Yeah, I really wish there was more emphasis placed on that like if further education is not for you you're done with studying just go for it man like do whatever you want yeah and if you want to continue like if you decide to continue in the future you can always continue like later on you don't need to do it now now you know everything is like set in its path for you just like go exactly like your time is not running out you're not in some rat race. It's okay <laughs> to take a beat. It's okay to stop for a second. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I'm so glad we spoke about that. I feel like even as uni students ourselves, it's not like we could really learn from what to choose about uni or what to choose about your major. But I think we mentioned certain like life lessons or certain mentalities to hold on to that um, I'm so glad we spoke about. But uh, mm-hmm. thank you everyone for listening. Thank you everyone. I am Belinda. And I'm Suhana. And you are listening to You Need to, you need to Hear This. Thank you. This is Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. We'll see you next week. See you.